0: don't even want to show up and fail. Or you don't even want to show up because you really don't want to do anything. What if that's really what it is? And what if that's paralyzing your mental state of well-being? mean, is there a reason for that? I would do so I trust that there is purpose in all the things that my heart feels. Because I get so emotional. Even if the pain that I'm going through takes years to heal and even if this journey it feels impossible for me to explain I know that in life it takes a whole bunch of courage and understanding and mistake making and a lot now to return home someone somewhere is still searching for meaning in all the creases of their life they don't understand themselves there's a story they're writing and, and I'm desperately listening for two you know I have so much to say In the early hours, I speak courage into my space, insisting it continues to flourish and rise in my veins. The stars have forewarned the ocean can be rough and the earth can spark and erupt. Nothing is ever still. Time, love, or any matters of the soul or heart. The world can be so unforgiving, I swear. A rage deep under the surface skin. And yet I'm still here. I'm here. And I? I carry on. An honest conversation, one with heart, was all I ever wanted from you. I wanted all the things you were too afraid to say to tumble from your lips and find a way into my heart. Somewhere in between all the longing and the fear that kept us worlds away from each other, we could find a place of courage. A place that our hearts could be together. You know, like Our place, I wish wish it was so real. Always and forever. My dream at dusk? Hmm. I'm standing on a... I guess it would be a shoreline, but to like a creek in the mountains. The water edges closer inward, and I'm looking at the fish and the flies as they fly against the pink sky. The sun is sinking, a day's goodbye. I'm thinking of you, of your heart, and the way it continues forward every day and all through the night. And I'm missing it, for what it's worth. We all experience the storm in different ways, some worse than others, but there was a commonality to the isolation this last couple of years. It lay in the the monotony of every day. The sun felt as though it did not shine. The sky felt as though it did not sing. The walls felt as though they were always caving in. The loneliness, loneliness dragged on and on. Even if you shared the same walls as others, you felt alone. And I'm feeling that way every day in my addiction as well. There's so much thinking, too much worrying, too much of all the things I did not want to feel. And yet despite the same routine, there is light. It came about in the ways the most beautiful things come about in small, wonderful little moments, like how on every walk there would be a windowsill covered in signs wishing the world would be Knew, and there was people hoping for others and things going to change and like how every essential worker, even me being one of them and first responder pulled the world along, along with like just a happy I'm here and to make you feel just a little bit better. The storm did take hold. It was crazy and it did change us, but it also surprised us, reminded us we can survive in the darkness if we do it together. In late September, a voice in singing from a balcony strung with laundry. Eh, that's later cut out. So when I feel like I've accomplished something, I always have to find support. Like, find support as often as you can. And often I found I receive the most encouragement, like, when I'm outside, like... It's just so unpredictable out there, like what has to be secluded for me, like out in my own backyard, in my own tiny forest, in my own space that I made. Silent, you know, one moment and then all of a sudden filled with life of, of people coming or walking through. Every step is along a path of the unknown. And when looking at the forest or out in those areas, it's easy only to ever see the most glorious and tallest trees. And then you stare up at this beautiful and translucent wonder of nature and become lost in all the years it's been there. But a forest is not a forest because of one tree. It's a forest because of many trees. We too are made up of many working parts. And together, they carry us forward in life. Pay heed to your hearts and equally understand how connected it is to your body and spirit. I hold your soul in the palm of my hands, if I could, and I whisper all the delicate things. Be joyful. Be free. My darling, please, and spread your beautiful wings. Be happy. They used to tell me to hold my tears inside, because they hated it when I cry. To deny those tears the right to flow. And I did for so long. I only cry and it gives me a headache if I cry. But then I began to understand nobody gets to tell you that, but um, if you cried or let go, it made people uncomfortable. Nobody likes it when you cry. All those tears streaming down your face meant only one thing that you were not strong enough. You were too weak to handle all the things life threw your way. But then one day, as I cried alone in the bottom, of my own basement, at the floor, I then realized a locked, away, and hidden, someone knocked, you know, on the door, and I opened it, thinking this was just another person to tell me I was weak, but a girl stood on the other side, tears streaming down her face too, and she asked softly, but definitely, would it be okay if I cried with you? It was in all the watching that I realized people have some things in common. All our longings are the same. We long to find happiness in the way that we live each day. We hope to breathe through every difficult time, no matter how bad or what people say. We long for adventure, for new memories to be made, and we long for love, for someone to hold us and always stay. I recommend taking all the good things you can find about its little character and then and then poofing it into action. Like give it to him like a little fish. Like a potential food or something. Try and find positive ways to endorse that thing that you hold in your hands. Because um, when you're on the very edge and you're staring into a world of unknown and it looks exciting and extravagant and enticing, jump a little bit, feel your feet lift, feel your body attached, and feel like that you're secure, and then go a little bit more, and then more and more, and continue going until you can't go anymore, but you're excited now. If you don't feel excitement, and you're not energetically aroused by anything, then I I encourage you to escape the realm that you're in however you can. Whatever ways you can find and when you feel like you're just 100% filled with grief and you can't breathe because of the pain and the dread, find out how life became so jaded. What made you think it was so difficult and then fix it. It takes so much practice to sit down and sit and look at things from every angle, every point of view, but it's really imperative that you do so with no judgment at you or whoever you're doing it with because the point is to grow. That that shouldn't be so hard to comprehend. Where do you store all of your sadness and, and what will make it all end? Then you start to look out far beyond your own problems and you notice all the other ones. A little bruised, a little broken. All of them are a little bit scarred and worn out, you know. But there's pride. Is there pride in everyone? Mm. Mm -hmm. Every heart has shattered, I'm sure, somehow. Knowing they'll surely shatter again from all the life that there is nowhere to hide from. So, when you see someone start to pick up, be impressed. Don't ever... Make an assumption that they're taking from you to attain. T- try to b- tread tenderly and bravely, willing to start all over if you have to. And you think perhaps it's possible that I can pick up all my broken pieces too. You must think of yourself like a clock. You're ticking through the motions of every day, moving down the path of life. And because you are a clock, there are many cogs working together to help you move forward these cogs might be your favorite teacher your neighbor your best friends your family your child your favorite writer or actor musician or dancer these cogs keep the time turning in your world no matter the sunshine the rain or the storm without a cog a clock does not operate for all the people who walk into your life there will be an important few who will fill your heart with memories and your mind with a world full of possibilities. These are the ones to hold on to, the ones to show how much you care. So with these few, give them your time, for time is the only thing that cannot be returned. It is the most precious part of you. When you give someone your time, you are saying, here are all the minutes I will never see again, and they will always be linked with you. They wonder why we need big parades filled with color and confetti, Or a month dedicated to asking for recognition and empathy. And to them, I do not respond in anger or affliction. Even if sometimes it feels like the easier thing to do. Instead I ask if you could not hold the hand of the person who put stars in your heart. Or were cast a look of distaste for simply expressing yourself. In a way that feels like art. If you did not have the freedom to kiss the one you love in front of all those whom you knew then you would be marching too, wouldn't you? Mm. Okay. There are those people, like those close friends who walk into your house and all your toys are thrown all over the floor and um, the dishes piled as high as the ceiling. Disgusting like. Laundry everywhere. Your hair a mess. Clothes unkept. Eyes a little swollen and puffy. And they never say a thing. They're just your friends. Instead, they will ask you about a cup of tea or how your day is and if you need anything. That is the kind of story you're worth, where life is not a picture-perfect little Pinterest vision, but filled with scribbles and torn pages and a map of a journey, having been lived in honesty. Why didn't anybody warn me How much it hurts to lose a friend. Why didn't anybody tell me I'd be up all night, all week, every weekend for the next couple years? There are all these things to remind me that you don't come around anymore. What am I supposed to do with a picture plastered all over my bedroom wall? Do you think about every midnight when we drove around in your car listening to songs, going nowhere in particular, just talking in life aimlessly? What am I meant to do now that my passenger seat is empty? What happens to all the space in my life with your vacancy? Everybody always asks me how you are because wherever they saw me, they weren't far from seeing you. What do I tell my mom who keeps asking me when will be the next time we're going to dance at the bar? I see something that makes me laugh and I send it to you because I know it will make you laugh too. But I haven't texted you in months and I don't know how to get back to that. That's the kind of ache I don't know how else to show because I miss you so much more than you could possibly know. The end of my life will come one day, as will yours. There's no escaping this. Life happens and it's over. But these are the things I hope I've done well along the way. I hope I've loved myself in a way that I have loved others in earnest and with devotion and compassion. I hope I have gone all in. No stone unturned, mountain unclimbed, trail not blazed, and my way too, the way I want to do it. I hope I have understood the value in good people around me, how precious that is, How important it is to cultivate such relationships. I hope I have picked up the phone more than ignoring it. I hope I have realized that fear and anxiety are nothing to be ashamed of. That these are things to hold so many of us back, but they cannot conquer us. I hope I have reminded people of their potential. That I have not brought others down. I hope I have inspired people to grow. To know that they are worth it and their hearts are good. To come home and to be found is cool. I hope I have lived adventurously, even if life can be unpredictable and we don't always know what is around the bend. I hope through it all I've been someone to lean on, that I've been a good friend. For some people, having confidence comes naturally. They do not know what it's like to be without it, but others, they have never known what it means to have it, to even have a drop of it. I will tell you what it's like to second guess everything that you do. It's a racing pulse and a mind that never seems to switch off. It's checking something over and over again and asking for someone else's assurance even though you know you're good at what you do. It's hearing so many things about you good yet all it takes is one slither of negativity and it can bring you and yourself all the way undone. It's never knowing how to respond to praise without wondering if the person even meant it. It's still waters, wanting to let a current take you forward over moss-stained rocks and onto the wonder of the ocean but having an eternal fear that the ocean will spit you back out that you are unwelcome. So for every time you are given a chance to instill even a drop of confidence into another, do it. There's nothing more beautiful than watching someone build themselves piece by piece, embrace the current of their life, rush into the ocean and find their freedom. You'll realize it one day, if you blink, you may even miss it, but you'll come to understand that the joy of life does not exist in the things we don't think about often. It does not matter how many possessions we own or how impressive we seem on paper. It does not matter all the hours we devote to becoming better than someone else or all the ways we try to seem more important than another. Because in the end, we all leave the world. For some place, neither you nor I really know. But we leave. And in our wake, it is often not the things we have accumulated we wish to be remembered for. Instead, it's how often we held out our hand for someone else. It's how many times we thought of putting someone else's needs above our own. It's how many moments we spent giving instead of taking. The joy of life exists between all of us and in all the ways we support each other. We look for the people we once loved in the eyes of others. Will they see me as I was seen before? But we forget we were never seen the same way. We are always restarting and renewing. We are born again with every goodbye in the same way the sun begins again each day for the sky. find out at 11.02 a.m. what this is all about and I just want you to know let me tell you something some of you all are out there mishandling people and mishandling loves that you will never experience again in your life that level of commitment that level of care that level of support that person that loves you unconditionally they see the clay of you They even they even see the unbuilt version of you, but they still love you with everything in them. You don't wanna be that person that looks back and says, Damn, I had that. And I lost it. I shouldn't have been such an idiot. But that's what you're doing right now. Stop being an idiot. Okay.